Good morning or good evening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> morning over there where you are. Morning from my sex. Yeah. Yeah, hello. Yes, from the spirit. Wonderful, mate. How's things been going for you? Uh, so far, so good. Busy morning, some kind of uh, long run interview marathon, but uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's good. Cool, mate. How how is the Australian media types? How have we been treating you? Um, so far, so good. <laughs> I have nothing to complain. No, have, no, really, uh, really good so far. Great. And have you had a lot of interest in this in the album? Because it's a it's a bloody good album. This one here sounds from the vortex. Um, you mean now at all, or just from the Australian? No, oh, just from Australia. Um, from the uh, from the critics. Yeah, or from media, or, from media, and have you read some reviews that have been posted from Australian websites about the album? Uh, not, not that much. I don't, I don't know. I had to talk to to the label, but uh, there is nothing came to my attention. But I think um, I, I had today uh, lots of interviews with Australia, and tomorrow the same. So mm. um, I hope we can, uh, yeah. This might generate uh, some interest. Mm, yeah, this will help with generating interest, I think. Yeah, definitely. I hope mm. so. Yeah, I, look, it, it is a good album. I'm not just saying that. I've been listening to it a fair bit. I am an old-school death and, death and black metal fan, as I'm sure you're aware there are a lot of old-school death and black metal fans here in Australia. So when I was listening to it, apart from having your own identifiably unique strain, I could hear influences from Mayhem, Dissection, Edge of Sanity, and Immortal, to name a few. But how would you describe the sounds on Sounds from the Vortex? Um, I always say um, our music, or the spirit, the sound, it's uh, energy and emotion transformed into dark music. Mm. Yeah, I can, I can definitely that's see how, that. Yeah. That's how I, uh, I would describe our sound. But um, for sure, there are many, many influences uh, many bands influenced us, uh, like, uh, yeah, all, all the bands you said, um, uh, um, I, uh, I grew up with those, with those groups um, uh, when I started to listen to metal or when I started to listen to extreme metal. So, um, yeah, there is a lot of Scandinavian black and death metal in our music, definitely, for sure. Yeah, okay. So you handle vocals and the guitars as well, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so do you write most of the songs then, or is it more of a collaborative effort? Um, no, I um, I write all of the music for the band. Uh huh. Yeah, I I could I thought that might have been the case because I can hear. I'm so used to listening to music at this point. Twenty five years of really actively listening and picking up when there's been a single songwriter across an album, because there are a lot of unique characteristics shared between the songs, and one of them is that. You have, a, you have a very good vocal cadence, I must say. It's hard to do what you're doing. So I understand the breathing techniques you've got to deploy are quite specific because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a musician as okay. well, so I understand these things. But your guitar playing oh, is excellent. Thank you. Your guitar playing is outstanding as well. So do you find it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit like going to the Olympics when you're going to a gig and you're having to sing and play at the same time? Um. I'll be honest with you. It's a uh, very challenging, um, yeah. especially at the moment. We uh, just had uh, one week ago, one one and a half weeks ago, our last show. It was our sixth gig ever, 
and um, it's uh, it's quite challenging to um, to handle the guitars and uh, and the vocals, and uh, um, yeah, it, it's nice to hear that you that you mentioned the vocals and that you like it um, mm. because. Um, I didn't want to sing. I don't like it. I'm a, I'm a guitar player. I just want to put my focus on the guitar. But um, I didn't want to have any more people in the band. You know, I wanted to keep the group as small as possible. Yeah. With um, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, understand with, uh, that. Not so many, many many people, and that's why I just said, hey, "Come on, let's give it a shot. Uh, let's uh, let's do the vocals by your own." And it was um, uh, quite good. And I said, "Okay, let's uh, let's continue like that." So actually, you you you're the first one who mentioned the the vocals in 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 this way. So um, okay. I really like that. <laughs> no, that's cool. it's good to hear. Yeah, well, look, it, I guess it proves that I've listened to the album, which I think is important because you you might do a lot of interviews where you're not sure if someone's actually listened to the music that you spent so many hours and blood set blood definitely, sweat and tears definitely, crafting. Definitely, yeah. Unfortunately, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, know it's it's interesting, isn't it? Sometimes I don't know why people do these interviews when. I'm a podcaster, so I'm going to release this as a podcast, okay, if that's cool with you. And I've also got a radio show. And I do listen to other podcasts all over the world. And and I can tell when somebody hasn't paid attention to the music of the artist that they're interviewing. Because the questions are very general and they're not about the music that the artist is producing. And I try to avoid that because otherwise I might as well just interview my mates, my best friends. You, you know what I'm saying? I I, yeah. I, you need to listen to music like this. I can I can tell that there's been a lot of bloody effort that's gone into this album, and I really hope it does something special for you guys. So, have you got a lot of interest in in say touring and getting onto festivals? And do you think you'll eventually get onto Varken or Bloodstock or some of those festivals? Um, we uh, we just played now two uh, two bigger shows. Uh, Summer Breeze and uh, Partizan in um, nice. in Germany. Yeah, uh, it was number five and uh, six uh, show number five and six for us um, ever. So uh, really, okay. it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah, it was quite a big step uh, um, to play number five and six on such big festivals. Um, and the cool thing is, both festivals they booked us uh, before we had to deal with um, Nuclear Blast. So wow. um, both festivals, I mean, they, 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 they give the underground bands a stage and try to support them. Um, that's uh, what we really appreciated. Mm. And um, yeah, for sure. Now with the, uh, with the record deal we have it, um, and, uh, and the attention we get, we can reach much more people. Um, we will play more and more shows. We have now in autumn um, an upcoming tour, a big tour. Across Europe uh, with um, hypocrisy and uh, cataclysm. Nice. Um, mm. Yeah, we will tour over over a month. It will be uh, a big thing for us, and we will uh, reach definitely um, many many people um, which never heard of us before on this tour. And uh, yeah, there are more yeah more and more um, requests for shows, tours, festivals come in every week, and uh, yeah, there's. There will be more chances to see us uh, uh, on uh, live on stage in the future, definitely. Mm. You mentioned you're going to be touring with Peter and Hypocrisy. I had a chat to Peter not too long ago. He's a fabulous bloke. So, and Cataclysm as well. I haven't had an opportunity to chat to any of the members of Cataclysm, but they're a great band as well. I'd love to see you come down here with Hypocrisy. Actually, <laughs> it'd be uh, it'd be wonderful if uh, Peter's just been here with Pain 
I had a chat to him because he's coming down with pain. So we talked about all sorts of things, including the production that he did on Monotheus by Celtic Frost. So he's he's like a uh, a heavy metal historian, really, because he's been involved in so much material in the thirty odd years that he's been he's been around. But uh, how did the how did the relationship with Peter come about? A relationship with Peter? Yeah, from from hypocrisy. Ah, what uh, what I have to relationship to the band or to him? Oh, do you, do you know him at all? Is that how you got on to? No, the tour no, 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 no. I mean, we uh, we tour. Um, I mean, uh, of course, this tour came up because uh, hypocrisy, cataclysm. There, um, uh, uh, and we we have the same label now. Yes. So um, that's how we uh, we ended up on the tour. But gotcha. uh, yep. no, I never. I never met uh, um, uh, I never met people uh, Peter or someone of the hypocrisy crew at uh, the same with uh, Cataclysm. I don't know um, a single one of them. I know okay. the music and yep. uh, for sure. And uh, but yeah, I guess on the first day of the tour, it will be the first time uh, I met all these guys. Cool. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah, very very exciting. Then yeah, and uh, I've just noticed as well. Sounds from the Vortex, it looks like that was released independently 12 months ago and effectively it's been re-released by Nuclear Blast. Is that right? Um, that's, uh, that's right. Uh, we couldn't find a label last year when we, uh, when we finished the recordings. Uh, we sent a final album like, like it is now, not a demo or something. We sent a final album to several labels. And uh, yeah... Seems like not a single one was interested or didn't like it or whatever. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we said, hey, fuck it, that won't stop us. Um, let's found our own label and release it by our own. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we did. And uh, you know what? Because the worst thing you can do is when you're on the run or when things happening, that everything stops. <laughs> you know that's that's yeah. um, after all this all this all this work and energy uh, we we put to making this album and then that just nothing happens that's uh, very frustrating so um, I decided to hey, come on uh, we do it by our own and uh, yeah then we released the album uh, in October last year by yeah. our own yeah and uh, yeah we could uh, yeah we could make some noise in the uh, in the underground and. Um, yeah, we got more and more attention, and a couple of months later, after we released it by our own, um, we got the attention of a band uh, of a label called Nuclear Blast. Yeah, they got in contact with us, and um, that's how it started. I mean, the album was when we when, when we released it last year. It was uh, the the um, the CD, and also then later the vinyl was uh, strictly limited. Yeah, and it was just available for you know people in the underground. So. Um, then when Nuclear Blast, when we uh, when we had the first talks, they said, hey, they would like to re-release it. And it uh, definitely made uh, sense to make it available, you know, for a mm. bigger crowd. I'm glad that happened. And did they insist on any, any changes? Because I noticed the artwork has been changed as well. So was that something that they insisted on or did you just make a decision to change the artwork for the label? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the label they give us all the freedom to do uh, uh, what we uh, what we want. Uh, uh, um, yeah. No, it was our decision to uh, to change the uh, the artwork. You know, it's the the. I mean, it sounds easy to uh, to. Uh, yeah, we just founded our own label and released the album by our own. But it was so much work. It yeah. was so much work. Um, you know, for for me, I had no idea how to deal with this. You know, you just had to to do it, and I made a lot of mistakes. 
I learned a lot during that time. And when finally um, the, the release date was and I could send out all the, um, all the pre-orders and everything, that was just such a relief because it was so much work in it. And uh, really every single order that came in, I was so, it was, I, I was so happy for every CD I could send out and every T-shirt. And um, so that was something very, very special to me and for us. And uh, so we decided to say, hey, come on, for the, for the re-release, let's do something else. Let's keep the Eternal Echoes version, mm -hmm. the, um, our label version. Let's keep it something special. And for the people that supported us from the, from the very beginning, you know, mm. before we had a big label. So we wanted to keep something special and uh, made, an, uh, made a new artwork and a new layout than for the Nuclear Blast uh, re-release. Okay, and that's pretty exciting because that means that you get to do new merchandise as well, new T-shirts. Um, with with this artwork? Yeah, yeah, with the new artwork. Uh, no, no, we uh, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, make, we didn't make any. We didn't make any T-shirts with the old uh, um, artwork and with the new one as well so far. Okay, because it's pretty. I actually really like both artwork, and I'm a big fan of art. Uh, on on I, I like the way bands like yourselves actually go to the effort of producing really nice looking artwork so do you think you'll be doing t-shirts that have the album artwork on it um i don't know yet hmm. uh, actually i can tell you from from our side i don't know if um if a nuclear blast will bring something out um yeah. but uh from our side uh for this year uh it's nothing planned because everything is on the way because we are there. There's a lot of um, new stuff coming up because of the um, because of the tour. Uh, there will be new shirts and everything, and uh, sure. we are in contact with a lot of uh, with a lots of artists. But uh, yeah, I can tell you, not not this year. Okay. Let's see, maybe next year. Maybe next year, radio. And what about touring down down here to Australia? Do you think you'll ever come down here? I don't know. You have to tell me. <laughs> Uh, when we when if we would get uh, the offer, um, uh, for sure we would uh, we would like to come. We would like to come to every country where people want to uh, to have us here and where we would have a crowd. Mm. Um, but I think it will uh, it will take um, a bit more a bit more time. Um, yeah. I mean, we have now a very big partner with Nuclear Blast. We have a we have a great great uh, a label that is doing a very good job. Uh, what will help us to to push the band more and reach more people? But I think it will take um, uh, more time uh, to be um, to become, yeah, so well known yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, reach that many people uh, to uh, to play there, like in uh, Australia or other places in the in, in the world. But uh, for sure, we would uh, we would love to come there. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's it's a case of do you go to a territory to break into the territory by playing there? Or do you wait until sales pick up and there's enough media interest or interest from fans on Facebook before you make the trip? It's something that I talk a little bit about to the artists that are in your position where I wouldn't say you're starting out, you're clearly a very experienced musician, but when you've got a band and it, you, you, you've got to sort of be careful about where you're spending money, really careful. It's, it's like running a business, isn't it, when you're in a band? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. And that's... Uh, that's one of the good things that uh, w uh, that I'm not 18 anymore. You know, I would have made a lot of decisions uh, differently when I was uh, younger. So um, uh, I could handle a lot of things uh, um, uh, different. The whole 
the whole mm. business thing with uh, I mean we uh, we put a lot of money uh, in, in the first place in the in the recording itself you know we um, we didn't do any home recording stuff or something we went to a proper studio we invest a lot of money by ourselves right. and then later into the uh, to the um, uh, to the uh, rele release the album by ourselves I mean it's a lot of money uh, we had to put in it and um, for sure now when you start it's you, ha you have to be very carefully uh, how you invest your money in yeah. uh, in what and uh, for example for sure uh, let's go to Australia let's go to the United States but uh, touring there as an unknown band you have to pay you have to pay to uh, to go there and um, that's definitely not uh, the uh, the way we will uh, we will handle the uh, the things yeah you sound like you got a sensible head on your shoulders there it's easy to get carried away i think and uh especially when you've got a, a wonderful release like you've got and you've put a lot of effort into it you feel as though you need sometimes to double down and invest a lot more money into things but oftentimes it can be the worst thing to do i have a feeling that if you can stick it out for another two or three albums you guys are going to become a pretty big deal you know that i think it's going to take a while to catch on but i think if you keep doing what you're doing playing the festivals doing some of the tours that i think will be made available to you maybe getting over to the states too because let's face it that's still the final frontier for a lot of bands i really feel like you could be a career musician playing death metal yeah but that's that's a bit too far in the future i mean you should always have this uh, somewhere in your uh, in mm. your mind but um, for us it's now important um, to promote the the, the re-release um, as good as we can uh, with the tour with um, there, there are more shows to come mm. and um, and to put our effort and put all the time and all the energy we have uh, besides that into the songwriting for um, a second album. Yeah, that's what I and mean. Then, yeah, yeah. Just... Sure. And then what, what happens? And then for sure, then we get more offers and, and things uh, will happen. But I try not to, to focus that much on that. I just try to focus on the music mm. and um, try to go um, try yeah. to go back and uh, to do it in the same way I did it. Um, I, I did for the for the for the debut album. You know. Yeah. Just to do my thing, write the songs, write the music how I want it, and not to think uh, too much about, yeah, big touring, and now you reach more people, how you can reach more people, will they like it, or something mm. like that. You know, just, it won't be the same like uh, two years ago, but um, I try to uh, to do it in the same way, and just put the effort, and, and put all my focus just on the music, and how um, how it would be nice for me, and for the band. Yeah, I got this wrong. I was talking to, gosh, I speak to so many artists and musicians. I can't remember who I was speaking to yesterday, but we're talking about heavy metal fans in particular. And I'll get this wrong, but the, the story, well, the, the idea of what I'm saying is spot on. In that Spotify or Apple Music, it was one of the two, they have worked out that heavy metal fans are the most engaged listeners. So you might have urban music, you've got classical music, you've got all sorts of other music out there. But heavy metal fans are the ones that support their music the most, if you like. So with the sort of music that you're producing, it's only going to find more ears, I believe. And you're spot on about focusing on the music, all the other bullshit, social media and all that sort of rubbish. It's not important really in the long run. It's important to have a presence, absolutely. But it's most important that you have a solid lineup in the band. And it's really heartening to hear that 
that you've got a good head on your shoulders because of the strength of the sounds on the sound on sounds from the vortex because you can dictate exactly the direction that you take musically and I think that's really going to be the thing that sets the direction for the band or the tone for the direction of the band moving forward you're not going to be at the beck and call of the media you're not going to be at the beck and call of the fans it's going to be totally up to you personally which direction you take because of your dedication to the music yeah definitely and uh, if nobody else cares anymore about it then that's how it is yeah, I know. That's how it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a good attitude. We, yeah. we, we made we made this um, the de the debut album. I mean, back then nobody knew that the band even exists, and there was no label and nothing, no no pressure from outside. It was just us making an album, and we just wanted to make for us, as um, as music lovers, you know, hmm. the 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 best record. Or we wanted to make for us the record label. We would like to hear from another band, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. just. Killer music, killer riffs, um, no weak songs, just one killer riff after the other, one song uh, better than the other, or or all all of these songs are better than the others, and just make an album for ourselves. And we're sure it's great now that um, other people love us as well, and uh, they're digging the uh, the emotion and uh, the the hard work we put uh, we put in this uh, this album. And we will definitely uh, continue uh, continue like that. So that was a conversation between myself, Andrew Mackay-Smith, and MT from the excellent Swedish outfit, The Spirit. This is all hosted on the Scars and Guitars podcast series, which also syndicates for the A-List online. Thank you so much for listening.